Welcome to Sharpen the Iron Podcast, where it is my job to share with you tools, lessons, inspiration, and ideas to help you sharpen your iron mind, empowering you to go out and walk with God day by day to maximize your life. Today, what we're going to be exploring is I'm going to be making a case for the importance of memorizing scripture. So I'm obviously coming into this with the presumption that you have faith in God and have been saved by Jesus Christ. That's not to say this doesn't work for anyone who is looking for guidance in their lives, guidance and wisdom. So I wanted to start with a verse from Timothy 3.16. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true. It straightens us out and teaches us to do what is right. It's God's way of preparing us in every way, fully equipped for every good thing God wants us to do. So scripture is inspired by God. The written word is everything. It's useful to teach us what is true, and it straightens us out. And we must also know what the Word is capable of. So Hebrews 4.12 tells us the Word of God is living and effective, sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating as far as to divide soul, spirit, joints, and marrow. It is a judge of the ideas and thoughts of the heart. So we also know this Word is alive. The Word is real, has actual power in this world, and in our lives, it cuts us away from the BS as it penetrates as far as to divide soul, spirit, joints, and marrow, right? It frees us from the BS, but cuts us and kills us in a weird little way as of the sword. So Jesus is the incarnation of the word of God. The word became flesh through him. And these words are what give us a solid rock to build our house upon. They are also a judge of who we are, our thoughts, right? Because Jesus being the ideal is also a judge, just as Michael Jordan, the best basketball player of all time, is the ideal. By the same token, it makes him a judge. This word also shows us the narrow way. It frees us up because it shows us the truth, but also humbles us because it puts us in our place. So this word has living and effective power, and also, as Matthew 4, 4 says, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word from the mouth of God, right? These words become what we cling to. They are God's promises that give us hope, God's will that gives us guidance, God's example that teaches us, right? You have a body and a soul contained in that body, right? You can have all the food in the world, but you need something to sustain your soul. And that's what this word is. It's food for our soul. And I want to emphasize the point of needing a, a guide or a map, especially in the world we live in today. We just live in a time of overstimulation where the world is always trying to get to us through ads, so some social media, you know, whatever it may be. It's always begging for our attention, and it's all so seductive. There's an infinite amount of directions you could go, things you could focus on, think about, pay attention to. And we often think, man, this is total freedom, having all these choices. But have you ever seen a Cheesecake Factory menu? It's not freedom at all. It's paralyzing, actually. There's just so many options. How do you narrow it down? Where do you go? What do you pick? And what Christ offers us is the straight and narrow way. He shows us the way to life. And that's also what Scripture does for us. And this may sound like a burden, right? We think only having one way is a burden, but it's actually very freeing because when you have a direction, you're no longer wandering the desert 
aimlessly. When you have a direction, your vision becomes narrower and more focused, right? You weed out anything that doesn't matter. It begins to eliminate the BS in your life, which frees you. Like I said, the the word of God is living and effective, sharper than any two-edged sword. It cuts you away from the ego, the things that don't matter in this world, in your life. And the word of God straightens us out. It's teaching us to do what is right. And I would say that so many people are looking for a sense of direction in their lives. People are looking for wisdom. They don't have anything to aim at, nothing to guide them. And if nothing is guiding you, then you have nothing to work towards. And if you have nothing to work towards, you will never see yourself make progress towards something. You won't evolve and change and grow. You will stay stagnant and die. And I feel like this is why so many uh, younger men, teenage guys are clinging to lifting at this time, working out, because it's a place where you can actually see yourself make progress towards something. You can see yourself be disciplined in this avenue, this channel in your life. And that's where it starts. You know, if it starts with that, then it begins to overflow because discipline is discipleship. It's being disciplined in everything you do. And the positive emotion you feel in your life is directly correlated to feeling and seeing yourself get closer to a goal. And in this case, it is striving towards Christ, which is the ideal, right? If you have a goal to do X, Y, Z today, the positive emotion you feel is actually moving in the direction towards that goal when you accomplish those things or when you feel yourself getting closer to that thing. And so it's like, you know, my goal is to make a sandwich. Sure, I'm going to feel a little bit of positive emotion after I go into the fridge, put things together, make that sandwich. But that's a that's a very low goal. Imagine if you are striving towards Christ, the highest, the ideal even if you fell short of that, the positive emotion you could experience as a consequence is far greater than anything else. Like if you shoot for the stars, you might just land on the moon, you know, which is way further than if you would have shot or aimed any lower. What's extremely helpful for me is taking a little note card, little one of those three by five note cards, you use them in school, and writing my verse on that. And it's really whatever verse you want, what hits home for you that week, what you found in scripture, what you need at that time, what you want to memorize, what's a good reminder for you. Write it on there and then just carry that card with you throughout the week in your pocket. Just look at it every so often or just leave it in your car and work on memorizing it while you're driving. Use that time, turn the music off or whatever and just work on that. But it's like if you carry it in your pocket, you go to the bathroom, you can take it out work on memorizing it in there and then just try to think about it throughout your day or just for a little bit. It's not, it just doesn't even take that much. And what I've come to realize as well, that upon looking at the word and meditating more on it, right? If you have a little card, you're always meditating on something, right? You can meditate on your problems. You can meditate on how hungry you are, whatever you're giving your attention to in a weird way you're meditating on. So if you have the word, if your sights are set on the realities of heaven, you're thinking about these things, you begin to meditate on it, you could say, things come to you, right? You see more deeply what the verse is talking about or how a certain word has a deeper meaning, how it all relates together. And it's as if heaven parted and revealed some knowledge to you, right? You literally received a hint from heaven. And what's cool too is you begin to see how 
interconnected, intertwined the Bible really is, which just makes it much more of a legit source. And the Bible's not a book. It's a collection of books. It's more like a library. But how how these books are all connected in one thing is just, it's beyond any of us, really. And as you begin to store up the Word of God in your heart, it's there for reference. It's there to find strength and to show you the path, to humble you and to remind you of things. Because you think think that God is like a point in a circle, right? You have this big circle, right in the middle is this point. However, we have the free will to go wherever we want in the circle. And we can wander. It's very easy to wander a long way away from that point in the middle. And it's interesting too, I hope I can kind of explain this, like the ancient people who wrote the Bible, they always thought of that the earth was flat. And then if you went too far to the east or to the west or north or south, you were just going to fall off the earth. On the outside was the um, the uncharted. They thought it was just water around the outside where all the monsters were wandered. Like that's what you hear of is this uh, this all these stories where there's monsters on the outside in the depths of the water. And so that's what they were afraid of because if you got too far away from the center, the monsters out there on the edge of the waters were going to get you. But the thing is, knowing the word, having this word written on our hearts, we can easily and much more quickly be brought back to the center. No matter how far we've drifted off, we can always come back to him. He will always, he's always there. You just have to call out his name. And another thing to think about as well is the fact that it's a relationship. God's word, Jesus in the flesh and the Holy Spirit reveal to us who God is and his will. And God knows everything about us. And if it's a relationship, there's a relationship with a man and a woman. If you want to be in a healthy, loving, and genuine relationship, you must come to know each other. What one likes, what the other doesn't like, who they are. You have to spend time with them. You have to think about them and how what you're doing affects them. Again, this goes back to that discipline that starts in that one little area of your life and then begins to grow into your faith life because discipline is discipleship. And that's what true love is, is a disciplined act. Not something you have to do, but something done out of free choice. And God knows everything about us, right? We can... God knows everything about us. He's the source. We came directly from him. So in a weird way, the more you get to know the source, at the same time, the more you get to know yourself. And the more you get to know yourself, the more you get to know the source. And knowing God's word, having it stored up in us, helps us know him. And for me as well, what has happened as a consequence of memorizing scripture is just, it's so weird. For some reason, it just comes to mind when I need it. It literally does straighten me out when I'm off the path or when I'm upset about something. It humbles me. When I'm anxious, it reminds me, right, to just give everything to God and trust. When I'm weak, I'm reminded of verses that I find strength in the Lord in. It's always happening. And the more you begin to memorize, the more it is there for us in our lives. And it's pretty simple, right? Writing a little verse on a three by five note card, it does not ask that much of you. You write out one verse, two verses, three verses on that note card. You just work to memorize one line at a time in a day. And in a week, you'll have it down. Now, just imagine how much you can have in you in a year five years, 10 years, one a week. It's all it takes. 
And just another point is that the devil knows scripture more than any of us because he's had thousands of years to study it so we can easily use scripture against us. And it's not a battle of flesh and blood, but against the spiritual forces of evils in the heaven. It's spiritual and psychological warfare. And the word is that which will never fail nor forsake you. Everything in this world can be taken from you. Your body, your health, family, job, everything you love and care about is going to be and will be gone here today and gone tomorrow. But God is eternal, the only thing that can't be taken from you. And so much of what life comes down to as well as having good character, right? It's not what you do, but who you are. Having a good, strong character helps us handle adversity, handle hardships, being a good person, treating others the way we would want to be treated. It sounds silly, but without character, who even are you? Like, it sounds like it's such a silly thing to even talk about, I feel like, in this world today. But if you're going to strive for something as well, why would you not strive and aim at the highest possible good? Like, the the highest truth. That is Christ. And Christ shows us how to act And that's what we need to know. Like facts mean nothing. Facts mean nothing because they don't teach us how to act. Stories teach us how to act. And then we can know how to use those facts. But if we don't know how to act, then what are we supposed to do in this world? And so it's buying into this story, believing this story, knowing it to be true, and trying to follow the example of Christ as the ultimate highest example in our lives. So work to memorize one verse, one a, one a week, a little three by five note, note card, keep a little stash of them, add them up over the weeks, over the months, over the years. And it's just cool that you won't forget those verses. They'll forever be in you. It'll be written on your heart. And lastly, I just want to end with this psalm that says, let me not wander from your commands. I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. And I think that just encapsulates, that encompasses it all, I should say. You know, I've stored up your word in my heart so that I might not sin against you. And that's what we must do. So thank you guys for listening. Hope you have a good one and see you next time.